made you look. And now that I have your attention, I'll begin. We are comics, and we are everywhere. Now sit back and enjoy your podcast. Comics Podcast, uh, the show that guarantees that at least one of us would use superpowers inappropriately. Uh, I am your host today. This is Esteban. Why do you sound like you're trying to sell us a fucking... God damn it! I know, uh, I know, home, and I didn't give the chair, order. I didn't chair. give the Why order, so just, just... Hi! Hi! You have me. You sound like Troy McClure. Like, are you I'm Troy McClure. <laughs> thank you, thank you. In what order are we going, by the way? Hi, I'm in. Andres. Hi, I'm Ash. Hi, I'm Carmen. This is Luis. <laughs> Thank you for not yelling, Luis. This is motherfucking Luis, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> that is racist. <laughs> not all of my people talk like that. Wow. Oh wow. I know. Oh wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That was that was that was Carmen <laughs> fucking Christopher Walken. Oh wow. <laughs> He's on a roll today. <laughs> if you're not watching on YouTube, he did the little shoulder shrug, and oh, it was uh, it was quite the sight to see. Oh, so this is uh, Grand Episode 25. I want to wow. go ahead and give everybody a thank oh. you. Yes. Oh. 25 shows. We made 25 it. 25 shows. Yeah, we made and it. And Carmen's doing the round of applause like we don't know. Yes, but, I was. Yeah, yeah, she was. There you go. HR is on it today. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Episode what? 25. Yes. I want to go ahead and thank everybody that has been tuning in from Episode 1. Um We've been noticing so many downloads that are coming in and you guys listening to us. We are at 669 total downloads across 69, all 69. 669. 669. So we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, so if you guys can. reference the ministry, the band. Thank you. So if you guys can, uh, go ahead and like, subscribe. Uh, episodes drop every Monday on YouTube. So go ahead and uh, subscribe on YouTube. Give us a like, throw some comments. So we really do appreciate uh, all of you guys tuning in. Um, so today we've got today. Uh, today. Luis, Luis what, are you, what, are you, what are you drinking today, buddy? Hello. Hello. We got beer. <laughs> yeah. We got beer uh it's <laughs> that's that's all i got for my uh christopher walken impression <laughs> and on episode 26 the whole episode is done in our, in no, our best not. christopher walken impression no it's not, it's not. um maui brewing company uh it is a nice smooth blonde because uh last week i got to work a little bit tiny bit hungover so i'm like you know what i need to chill and so this is the anytime beer it's clean crisp refreshing perfect for any time Maui Brewing Company. That's the Cheers. same thing on your Kinder, though. That's not weird. Uh, Dana, he's lying. Cheers. <laughs> oh, All right. Thank you. Esteban, what do you think about this? What's that? We do an accent challenge. We all have to get, we all roll a dice and whoever, no. is, whatever accent, whatever. The As you lose your accent, you have to take your shot. No. But then you're out of the game. No. No, well, when I'm a host. I like that, actually. When you're host. I think when that you're might host. Be- <laughs> you're host. You're host. host. Yeah, you heard it too, right? If you're host, it's everybody today. Today's walking. Walking. <laughs> We're walking into episode 25. What? I'm walking. <laughs> yes, three. I'm walking. What is happening? I have no idea. So... 
today. What was it? Yeah. Hold on. Time out. <laughs> when we were talking about Bolt last, last week, Ash was like, I'm a dog. I'm a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be Travolta. Could we walk in? We don't know. <laughs> I'm a dog. We'll never work. know. <laughs> 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 so oh shit oh my god like why it's chaos for when you're hosting i don't know why i'm sorry bro. I, every time every fucking every time. time you know why i'm gonna tell you why i don't want to because know when when you're in charge we get to fuck around as much as possible i like, know you... we're we're careful with everybody else even with louise but like when you have it like nah, we get to be like the little brother little sister we need to fuck around also fuck me right uh yeah uh-huh piece of shit all right so we're gonna go ahead and jump in because this episode is uh very dc heavy uh and i like it so uh i want to go ahead and talk about uh luis you ended up throwing in a little snippet of uh snyder and what snyder felt about batman being a murderer now in his films yeah in his films yeah so I mean, uh, it was it was in an interview. He was talking about how he's not a murderer, but he's definitely guilty of manslaughter. Like, just like, oh, I'm not going to kill these people, but I need to stop this car. So I'm going to blow out the tires. And if it careens off a cliff into the ocean, that's on them for doing evil shit. Like and so he was justifying that. And um and so that was just his whole thing. And he's like, even there's this, the the famous warehouse scene in Batman vs Superman where mm-hmm. uh, Batman at the very end to save Superman's mom shoots a gun at the dude's like gas tank. He had like a flamethrower and it blows mm-hmm. up. And it's like the his team was all like, oh, shoot him in the head. Have him shoot him in the head. And he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to shoot the gas tank, even though that for sure killed him too. <laughs> no, but KGBs. But. Them. so that, that was that whole thought and um of like oh that's why his batman is the way he is he just doesn't give a shit about being safe anymore and eh, i still have issue with it but i mean i've already i've 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 stopped resisting against the current of what is Zack snyder he's hmm. gonna create what he's gonna create and i just kind of I'm, I'm either along for the ride or i'm not right. so that's my personal opinion uh okay. how does everyone else feel i did like you know, uh, as older as he got, the more protection he needed. Like, like if you remember, like he got shot in the back of the head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he knew, like, I'm keeping up with how the older I get. Because, you know, fucking Bale Batman would have fucking took care of everybody without getting, or maybe even getting shot, but like not directly <laughs> in the fucking cowl. Like, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Right. I'm used to fucking uh, Batman animated series where he's wearing a suit and in the elevator, he just, for some reason, he's Batman in cloth. <laughs> no? Nothing? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get you. So, it was pretty smart. Okay. Carmen, what do you, how do you feel about that? I was trying to pull up the quote that he said because I find it quite um, entertaining. And he, this is his direct quote. Uh-huh. Once you lost your virginity to this fucking movie, then you then you can come and say to me something about like my superhero wouldn't do that. What the fuck? I'm like, are you serious? I'm <laughs> down the fucking road on that. So I I was like, wait, okay. See, I understand where 
as a comic book fan, we kind of tend to be like, that's not what my character is supposed to be yes. like. But I also don't agree with how he's painting this character mm. just because I feel that it kind of changes the character. And if you're going to change the character, you have to kind of do justice to how you're presenting mm. this character. And I just don't think that that was done. Um, maybe, I don't know, it might be different now. I, I have no idea. I have hopes, but um, I still don't. I don't like what he said. Um, and I'm also not like, I don't want to stick to the thought of, um, this is the way it was represented in the comics, so this is the way it has to be. But I do need an explanation, and I kind of want it to be done in a way where it serves justice. And I don't think it has it has been represented in that way. Somebody has something to say? Ash, go ahead, man. No, I kind of feel like the way we're saying it is kind of like Iron Man three. Like, I am Iron Man. That wasn't our Iron Man, and I, it was like you're putting him in a real situation and. It just wasn't, it wasn't fucking, fuck it, I am Iron Man. It was, he was like going through shit. And it, it's kind of like that. Like I would probably would have rather had, why am I bringing that up? Um, uh, him just do the little nightmare and about to kill Pepper Potts. And then that would be- What did he say? Then to like him being not, being not Robert Downey Jr. That's, it's the same thing as they did it within that franchise, but- I think too with Superman, I know I just went everywhere. I think with Superman, uh, you still have to make this character. That's why Superman's powers have grown because you still have How to make Batman. Them, oh, Batman. <laughs> uh, I, I felt weird too. Like when I saw him crash through the fucking truck. We went everywhere and nowhere real quick. <laughs> well, just like it's like he's, he's, he's running at 50 miles an hour, but it's on a, but it's <laughs> on a treadmill. But it's on I'm a treadmill. You, I behaved for moved. an hour. I behaved. Oh, really? Fuck this noise. All right. <laughs> Take the reins, son. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Andres, how do you feel about the whole Batman killing in... Um... Just from the, uh, the lines uh, that he, the, whatever the fucking quote was, just comes off like a fucking douchebag. You cocky cock! Uh, which is kind of my problem with him from the start, but like Luis said, he's going to do what he's going to do. Um, doesn't matter. It's not going to change anything. Um, the thing Especially that I- if, if, if his movie comes out better than Joss Whedon's, I'm sure that's going to give yeah. him even more. Unfortunately, it is so far. Yeah, but I it's going to give him more clout to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, give him yeah. more clout. All right. Yeah, it's going to give him more clout to know. Well, this worked because it made. Yeah. No, that that and that's exactly why I said unfortunately. Like the nerd side of me, it's like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. I had no expect. I mean, I have a tainted lens because I'm comparing it to the movie that I saw versus a brand new film. So from the movie that I saw, it has more depth. Shit makes sense and things have weight. So it's like, oh, that's cool. But um, and I know the reviews are kind of all over the place with, you know, Snyderverse, but or the Snyder cut rather. But have you have you read anything negative about it? I've only seen positive so far. Um, I've read some negative about it. The negative yeah. is that in its bones, it's still a hollow movie. That it's just a longer okay. of that, 
but those are the, my belief is that those are the ones that were already from the get-go like this is horrible and then the right. people are worshiping the ground he walks on they're like oh it's the greatest thing ever like it's neither of those i'm i'm two hours in and it's it is better like the things that happen to it it actually has weight because it's like oh i actually have reason to give a shit because i i'm getting to know these characters versus this is cyborg this is batman this is cyborg <laughs> one woman like you know and, and instead of just throwing them all in and it's like yeah. you should know what these people do and how the movie the joss whedon movie start opens up with batman in gotham and he pins a parademon and he meets gordon like it goes right into action and it's like we need the heroes or whatever like um it doesn't start like that it doesn't start with action it starts with uh, you know, as you say it Maybe that's why Avengers worked is because really the John Favreau and all these characters have already been established that really you can't fuck up. That's what we've been like, saying all along. God damn it. I, I didn't know you were going to be this angry about it, though. Are you okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm okay. I don't think he's okay. No, I, don't I don't think, think he's you're okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Jesus. <laughs> So going into the the early reviews of the Snyder Cut, they are pretty positive. Um, yeah. A lot of people are saying that it is a completely different movie. Uh, currently on Rotten Tomato, it has a uh, fresh score of 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, so it's not bad. One of the, one of the reviews that I read came from uh, Zach Penn, who's a writer. Uh, a movie uh, screenwriter. He also, um, to to kind of add to his uh, resume, he wrote the story for the Avengers movie, uh, also for Incredible Hulk. Uh, he wrote the screenplay for X Two, and also for Ready Player oh. for Ready Player One. X Two is great. Yeah. So what he has to say, and this is a direct quote from his Twitter. Uh, it says, it says, I had the pleasure of watching uh, the Snyder Cut at IMAX, thanks to Zack Snyder. This is an entirely different work, a new movie, an epic piece of filmmaking. It is, uh, it's so epic, it gives you the chills and leaves a lump in your throat. It's everything people wanted and more. And that's coming directly from Zack Penn. So, I mean, you can take it with a grain of salt, uh, what he's saying. I mean, this is a this is a guy that's got, you know, tons of accolades under him, um, you know, being the story writer for the Avengers, Incredible Hulk, X2, and Ready Player One. Um, I've seen nothing but positive reviews so far, some uh, that they're, the characters are given a lot more depth, uh, and you want to, and it makes you care for the characters more. thousand percent. Um, yeah, so, so I'm... I'm in it, you know, I, I want to see it, you know, I'm still, I still, the bar is set still extremely low uh, for me to, to see this movie being that it's over four hours long. Um, I think it clocks in at what, four hours, 10 four, minutes? Like 404, 405. 404? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean. They do have it in, uh, it is divided in sections. So oh, it's okay. like, uh, yeah, it'll say parts, part right? one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, I just finished part one and two. And okay. then I. Is there yeah. expected to be end credits? Or we um, don't know um, yes, there's there an is. epilogue, oh, okay. right? Is that that's what I've been reading? That there's an epilogue, and that's pretty much yeah. it. There's there's not anything after that. And all I've been reading is that it's like, oh, it's it's cliffhanger hashtag restore Snyderverse, and um, which I genuinely hope doesn't happen, nor do I think it will happen. It's just mm. like this is the one shot. 
enjoy it for what it is and then move on with your life yeah yeah and, and from what i've been reading too is that uh if you are familiar with uh a lot of people are calling it the josh the uh Justice, Justice League, League. the yeah. Justice League. If you're familiar with that one, you'll see in the movie, you'll you'll be able to see the difference between that version and Snyder's version because a lot of people are saying that those uh, scenes that happen in that in the theatrical still take place in this one, but it, the yeah. scenes are given a lot more depth and yeah, uh, a lot more. Um, there's more care in the story. You know what's what I mean? what's interesting about that is uh in the opening scenes and, and not to give anything away i want to get let you guys enjoy it but there were some there were certain lines that i enjoyed in mm -hmm. the justice league okay. and um i was like but i didn't i guess realize that that would have been that was one of the reshoots and now it's becoming apparent because it just got cut from this version of the film uh -huh. where uh a lot of the dialogue between aquaman and and batman when he's like to join or not join or whatever. Oh, like, in Iceland? Yeah. It's okay. like, it's a very, it's a much more serious tone and you feel like, oh shit type mm -hmm. of moments in it versus it's like, so I hear you talk to fish, which I actually kind of enjoyed that line. I thought it was, it was quirky, you know, mm -hmm. but, uh, but it's, it, but it was out of, not out of character, uh, but it was, it, it, it the tone changed. Right. Cause all of a sudden it became lighthearted. It's a, uh, and then it's like, oh, you dress like a bat. You out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. Like you know, and and then that whole, yeah. whatever. Like and so it it it's very consistent with its tone, but it doesn't cut. It doesn't jump cut to another scene. It's like the scenes play out longer. Um, and so it does it does make you give more of a shit for like the civilians there for yeah the characters being involved and stuff like that. So um, yeah, yeah, and. Um, and a lot of what they're saying is that Cyborg was supposed to play a massive role in um, Snyder's vision. So, and what they're saying is that he is playing a bigger role, that his story it, it makes you care about uh, about Cyborg more. He's not a throwaway character, you know, where his one line is booyah in the movie. You know what I mean? Uh, I was happy they did that, though. Did, that they did what? Booyah. Like when oh. he said that, all, all passively. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm not, I mean, I'm going to watch it. I'm probably going to, I probably won't watch it till maybe tomorrow, Friday or probably, well, for, no, probably not. Cause I'm probably going to watch uh, the Falcon and Bucky show tomorrow. It's Friday. It premieres tomorrow. So sure. it'll probably be like a Saturday or something. Why don't you give us the calendar of your whole week? No, I won't because you won't leave me alone. You bug me at work all day. So I'd rather not. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> so, what's that? No, not you. I said oh. ask the serve that. Yeah. I never bug it. Oh. How do you oh. like So, cutting to Combat uh, Carl. What's that? Mm -hmm. To Combat Carl. Uh, uh, so, Matt Reeves, the Batman movie, wrapped up filming uh, earlier this week. Um, so, we should probably be getting a trailer uh, in the near future, probably the next couple months, uh, for, for the Batman. Um, Granted, the first trailer was was a great trailer. Uh, we saw a lot in there. We saw the tone of the movie. We see how this Batman obviously is completely different than the Batman that we've seen before. Um, so beats up his roommate repeatedly. I know because he the roommate assumes that he didn't pay rent. So there's that, and there's a lot of talk about mahogany and red oak. 
it's honestly he uh, he seems a little bit of a loose cannon in my opinion. This the Batman roommate? is no the Batman. Oh, the Batman. Batman oh, is okay. is bad news. Is bad news. <laughs> so, so you're telling people not to watch it. <laughs> so uh, so with with uh, the Matt Reeves Batman uh, done with filming and is now entering post production. Um, I kind of want to get what everybody t- what everybody thinks about this next iteration of Batman. Uh, Carmen, what do you how do you feel about this? I remember watching the trailer and really liking the fact that it was darker than the Ben Affleck version mm-hmm. to me, at least. And I like that aspect. I like the way he looked. I didn't think I was going to be for it just because I can't shake him off Edward Cullen, you know, like I have that yeah. in my mind and that's the way I see him. Okay. So I was like, I don't know if, that's, if, if, if he's going to work as Batman for me. Based on the trailer, mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, I'll give him a chance. I'll give him more of a chance than I gave um, Ben Affleck. You know what I mean? So um, I look forward to it. And I like the way that they're portraying the character. And actually more so now that I'm learning more about Batman. But Mm -hmm. I'm like reading um, to finish The Dark Knight and uh, still working through the cartoon. So I feel okay about him being Batman and the way the the trailer is cut and how it's going to be represented. Very cool. Okay. Andres, how do you feel? Um, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I did kind of think it was an odd choice to cast Robert Pattinson as it, but I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt and you see him in the suit. Right. Um, And the trailer, he looked good. So I'm really looking forward to it. Very cool. Um, yeah, the, I was the same way. It's like I was kind of like uh, Robert Pattinson. But then again, I remember that I was like shitting on Ben Affleck when I first found out about Ben Affleck. And then obviously the tables turned for me as far as uh, Affleck. And, and I was happy with with uh, his portrayal. Uh, very, It was a fantastic Bruce Wayne, a uh, good Batman as well. Um, Luis, what do you think? Um, I it, it's going around the room. I feel the same. It's uh, I stopped judging actors before I see their cut, like of, of a trailer. Um, I think Affleck is the one that really turned that for me. Okay. I was very frustrated with it when I first heard he was casted, but then I remember watching there. I watched a movie with him in it uh, that was coming out around that time. It was like um, it was like a drama of some sort, and so then I just kept. I watched it for the sole purpose of like this is going to be my Batman soon. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw trailers, when I saw Batman vs Superman, even though I had my mixed feelings about the movie itself, I had no problems with him as Batman. So then I was like, you know what? I need to pull myself away and then just have faith that the actor knows the weight that's on whatever role they're playing, whether you're playing Superman, Batman, any iconic hero. There's going to be so much weight on that role. They have to feel that tenfold. So give them have faith in that they'll they'll bring to the table i mean don't get me wrong that hasn't always worked like right that's how i felt with jared leto and then when i saw that performance i was like bro <laughs> you're giving me that like you know so it's obviously not going to work 100 percent of the time but mm-hmm. it's much easier to just kind of like leave it in their hands and be like i'm here to be entertained entertained yeah no for sure 
I get it. It's it's one of those again. It goes back to the whole "don't judge a book uh, by its cover" type thing. So so yeah. Uh, Ash, what about you? I shut the fuck up when they were showing me ten things I hate about you and fucking Night right. as your Joker. Mm. And on back top of Joker. that, when they showed the black background and just his face and the way that it's smeared and everything. Again, that wasn't my Joker because I'm used to um, Adam West. Oh. Uh, that Joker, girl. I'm used to fucking. Obviously, I'm used to Jack Nicholson, but um, I just shut the fuck up after that. Like, and then I know because of Kevin Smith, like the amount of work that Ben Affleck does. Jesus again, Ben. No bullshit, because I wasn't with a hooker today. Ha ha. Not only as a leading man, but what he what in the nerd culture like the fucking extent that he went to like it would have been great for him to direct a batman but i i i just shut the fuck up act like you don't bomb in phantom yo after all that stuff so robert pattinson the only thing i kind of don't like is like i like batman begins because he had the cowl like that and it was all connected when it started getting all daredevil-y I, that's the only thing i don't like about this batman but Hopefully I do get. I, I did get Daredevil that. vibes. Yeah, yeah. Especially with that, with the red, the very first inkling of everything, and he had, it was a side profile, and it was a, it was almost Daredevil. Oh, the the poster, right? Yeah. Okay. But okay. other than that, I mean, but I'm I'm gonna shut the fuck up because if it ends up being amazing, then mm. you know. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I did and... uh, because of Hulu. I did do all of the Twilights and. But I'm not a team anything, but I am not a hater. Because of Hulu, he says. Because of Hulu. <laughs> I, Hulu I would have never watched watch all of them because of that. No, fuck that noise. I still haven't that's seen me. any of the Harry Potters. Motherf- really motherfucker, that's a choice. And actually, about Harry Potter, um, I just finished watching The Sorcerer's Stone because yeah. of you, Andres. So oh, cool. uh, uh, my girlfriend's very happy with my choice of starting up this series. And so we're yeah. that's yeah. So we're well done, sir. We're gonna start the second. Film. I actually enjoyed where you, it. Where are you streaming it? Or you just you bought them? Oh, um, uh, they were on HBO Max, but they got pulled. Uh, they're oh, on. Shit. Okay. They're on Peacock now. Oh, okay, right on. Oh, wow. uh, that shit because of WWE. But yes, go on. Yeah, so uh, it's on Peacock now, and um, uh, I had never seen the first two films, mm-hmm. but I saw the third one. So when I saw the third one, I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. But like, and so that was always my perception because I saw it when I was in hi- in high school with some friends. And so oh, my perception of it is that it, it's always, yeah, I know. It's always, it was like, I'm like, my perception was this is a confusing fucking series. I, I don't get it. But mm-hmm. it was just because the movies assume that you're caught up, you know? Right. So in watching the first one, it's like, oh, this shit's making sense now. And like, I'm, I actually have some, there's some weight into what's going on with the characters and shit. Mm-hmm. So. I'm excited. I'll keep reporting in on after each movie that I finish. Right on. Very cool. Very, very cool. So moving on earlier this week, uh, AT&T had their little um, board meeting, kind of like what Marvel does, you know, a shareholders meeting. And the reason why I mentioned AT&T is because AT&T owns Warner Brothers. So they ended up uh, releasing and showing part of their slate of DC movies that are coming out. And there are two new um 
shows that are going to be coming strictly to HBO Max. Uh, first one is going to be Batgirl. We are getting a live-action Batgirl that is going to be uh, showing up on HBO Max, as well as a Zatanna uh, TV show on HBO Max. Um, actually, I'm really excited for both. I think I'm more excited for the Zatanna one because I um, they're going to go ahead and tie her in with the Constantine and then the Justice League Dark that's going to end up taking place in, on HBO Max. So I'm really, really stoked on that. Uh, anybody that's collecting comic books right now, if I were you guys, I would definitely look into trying to find a first appearance with Zatanna because that shit's going to go skyrocketing through the roof. Uh, same thing for uh, Batgirl. Do we know uh, which Constantine? Are they doing uh, Keanu or are they doing... Um, they are recasting Constantine altogether. You know, in that one episode that we talked about it? Yeah. So they're going to be recasting Constantine altogether. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So we're, we're going to be there. I mean, this is just, um, you know, that there's been announced. There's no casting rumors at this time. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably get into fan casting probably in another episode uh, for Zatanna and for uh, Batgirl. Uh, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be the Barbara Gordon Batgirl. Um, oh, so it's not going to be so. the CW Batgirl, obviously, then. Batwoman. You mean Batwoman? Batwoman. No, I, I, I thought that I was, my at first instinct, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, oh okay. there's going to be two? And then I was oh, then I realized, I'm like, oh, no, that's Batwoman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cousin, cousin, she's cousin of Bruce Wayne versus Barbara Gordon, daughter right. of Commissioner Gordon. You are correct, sir. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure that we might end up, I mean, if the Batgirl series takes off, then I'm sure we'll probably get a Birds of Prey uh, somewhere down the road, you know. So I'm pretty sure that'll end. Um, so with that being said, um, I'm very excited for, for this Batgirl and Zatanna. Uh, Luis, how do you feel about the, these two new that were previously never shown on their DC docket list? Bring it on. Well, yeah. uh, Batgirl for the longest time was going to be a project under Joss Whedon's umbrella. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to say they talked about it like five years ago where Not he was anymore. supposed to, Oh no, I know they pulled it. Uh, but it was but supposed to happen. Creep. Yeah, he is. But he was supposed to direct a Batgirl film. And then yeah. that turned, it was more than five years ago because it was a Batgirl film first. And then it yes. turned into Gotham City Sirens. Mm -hmm. And then that evolved into The Birds of Prey, which evolved into Harley Quinn's Emancipation for blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. um, so I, I was like, we're getting it. We're not getting it. We're getting it. We're not getting it. And so then now, that we are getting it it's like cool like i'm still excited for it but it's not like a new thing i'm just like oh, okay cool they they restored the thing that they were gonna do mm -hmm. but i think hbo max is the perfect platform for it um for anybody that hasn't watched uh the harley quinn animated series that's uh exclusive to hbo max yes fucking phenomenal uh hayley Kutko does an amazing job in it to just expand that universe to make it to poke fun at the batman world okay uh so just to kind of for those for the uninitiated that don't know too much about batman lore that's a perfect fucking segue uh to be able to just kind of learn a little bit more about it so that any of these other projects that come out you already go you're already in the know nice very cool carmen no i'm taking notes please because that's definitely me so yes oh my god um, please do you would love it gotcha um so I'm excited for Satana just because I was reading up on who she is and her story and I'm interested a lot actually because 
just her connection with Constantine and I liked um, how he was represented on the CW show. And I know that this is going to be um, HBO Max and they're totally rebooting everything. So I'm excited to see that. Um, Bad Girl, also excited just because I'm learning more about Barbara Gordon and her as a bad girl. But I... I didn't like Batwoman as much, so I hope it's very different than that and the way they did that that show. And I, yes, I, I keep connecting CW to HBO Max just because somehow in my brain they're connected. Yeah. Um, and, but I just hope it's a little bit better than that because of what I've read so far about her character. It's a really awesome, awesome character. So I just hope that they do her justice. And, you know, like, we get excited about it. Yeah, I mean, the last time we saw uh, a Batgirl on the big screen was... Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, Alicia Silverstone. Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, thank you. I thought it was Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman and Robin. Uh, You are right. Uh, Yeah, and Carmen, if you want to get into uh, the comic book, I would highly recommend is The Killing Joke. If if I I mean it's it's a, well I already read that one. Oh, you did. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, we okay, talked about mind. it. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> I think I asked you guys your thoughts about it, which is in why. Um, I don't know if you guys got the chance to see the Bat Suns, uh, Bat in the Sun. I think uh, the project that he did, the YouTube video that he yeah, shared dying, with us, or whatever. Easy. Yeah. Right, right. I didn't and finish he, it. it. And they kind of touch up on what happens in the killing joke with Barbara Gordon. And mm. I was like, oh shit, I actually know what the fuck is like what's happening and what's yeah. going on. So yeah, I, totally. There's a fun storyline in uh the new fifty-two when Barbara Gordon was rebooted. So mm-hmm. after the killing joke, uh she was rebranded as the Oracle because she was in a wheelchair, she was paralyzed because of the gunshot. Um, the new 52 when they rebooted her it was barbara gordon again as as batgirl and uh, she went through physical therapy to and she gained function of her legs again and so she decides to put on the cowl that is such a phenomenal fucking book like just i if you're looking for like oh let me see what i i want to get to know batgirl a little bit more that would be the one to go to like Within the first, within the first like five ten issues, she gets into a, a fight and she hears a gunshot and she freezes because she has PTSD from like God. Exactly, and it's just like it just felt so real to me. Like, like it's just like oh my God, this is fucking great. Just the way that the the writer uh, Gail Higgins, I think. Uh, don't quote me on that. Um, but the way that the writer wrote her feelings. In, in like the little scripts in between action sequences in the comic book was just beautifully done of just like she's human you know she's it's not like Batman that Batman's this fucking machine that's created this for himself like she's she's more of this person that sees that her dad comes home late every night and he's drinking because he's stressed the fuck out and she's like I hate that these people exist that are stopping my dad from living a good life I want to help and so her motivation is very different from like a lot of the other comic book heroes, which is a beautiful thing. I'll stop talking. I'll look at the writer. I'll look up the writer and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk about moving. Right. Andres, how do you feel about the uh, background Satana? 
Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to Zatanna more, but I am. I do hope they eventually get to Justice League Dark, like you mentioned. Um, about Batgirl, um, I hope they do at least a few seasons of just Batgirl and telling that story before they go into Killing Joke. Um, just because, yeah, she's going to be Oracle after it, I suppose, or depending how, how they go to it. Um, but yeah, I hope they build up to that eventually with some time in between so we get to know the character and have her grow on us before they go ahead and do that um and if they do do that i wonder like is it going to be are they going to cast their own version of joker and batman for that or are they going to use one of the cinematic versions but yeah so excited looking forward to it yeah, we'll I hope see. they use a cinematic version. I think that would be a nice homage before they reboot it because I know that they're going to. Like, if they were to just make reference to the ones that were, like, whether it be Affleck and... Uh, yeah, so, so it's going to be Leto or is it going to be Walking Phoenix? Walking Phoenix. Or... Oh, shit. That's a good question. Yeah. Um, and it's not Gail Higgins. It's Gail Simone. Yeah. Uh, she's she's the she's the author. Um but no, that's a very good point. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I forgot that there's that. But see, Leto's kind of already like said, fuck this, or he's publicly said, you know, uh, fuck Warner Brothers, but then he came back for the reshoots, unless it was like a, an allegiance specifically for Snyder. I'm your best friend. Yeah, um, that's what it came down to. He said that they, that uh, Snyder kind of had to beg him to come, to come back and do it. Uh, but it was uh, ultimately, it was kind of like, you know, uh, an F you to Warner Brothers and, at least that's what they're saying. So, mm. Ash, what about you? How do you feel about the Zatanna and Batgirl? <laughs> uh, good. <laughs> Moving on. Wow. Moving on. Okay. You Moving heard on. it here first. <laughs> it's good. Okay. Ash says it's good. Yeah, very, very good. So, starting tomorrow, tomorrow is Friday, and whenever you're listening to this, uh, the Falcon and Bucky show finally uh, premieres on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so yeah. for oh hell yeah is right. Uh, so the very first episode, Rotten Tomatoes is giving it a score of ninety six percent on the very first right. episode of uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, really stoked about it. Um, I'm <clears throat> excited that the their banter, the back and forth banter between uh, Falcon and and Bucky is is there, uh, just like it was in in Civil War. Um, so it, it, it's kind of like, it, it's cool. I, I like the, the very last trailer that they ended up putting out recently. Um, so, you know, they're, they're going to be fighting the big, it could be one of the big three, as uh, the Falcon said, you know, androids, aliens, or uh, wizards. Yeah. Wizards. Yeah. That's not a thing. That, that's definitely a thing. No, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love that thing. So, so that. That, part, that part was dope. Um, so that was pretty cool. I'm excited for it. Um, this is going to be a six-episode series, and they're going to be roughly about anywhere between 45 minutes to 55 minutes long uh, wow. each episode. So I got used to everything being 10. So that's cool. It's going to lead us into Loki, right? So we won't be mentioning, uh, won't be a gap between stuff. Right. Right, there so won't be. Yeah, it goes right into Loki. Yeah, so so they it, like the the way it's mapped out is there's a week off in between each series that's taking place. 
So it's like one division. Then obviously last week we had a break and then now it's uh, the winter soldier or the, the Falcon and winter soldier for the next six weeks. And I think we're having a break and then it's the next, uh, they should be kicking into Loki at that point. So can I, can I, can I segue just a tiny bit? Sure. Uh, I'm going to, this is going to go back to you, Andres. So, um, and I keep forgetting to tell you this. So uh, there's a show that is executive produced by M night Shyamalan called the servant. That's a, you've heard of it. I've seen the first season. I haven't started watching the second yet. You have seen the first season. So, you know, Ron is in it. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know Ron was Ron. I know him from the servant. So when I saw his little kid version in the fucking Harry Potter, my fucking mind is blown, and so I keep, so I keep talking about it. yeah, dude, he's so fucking great in that show. Yeah, but I always <laughs> talk about it like to my girlfriend. I'm like, dude, I need to tell Andres this, and I just never do, and this is my opportunity. That's yeah, it. I, I haven't caught up on uh, the second season just yet. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's a different episode. All uh, right, it, no it's it's not as creepy as the first season. I thought first season was was relatively creepy. Yeah, just like the baby you thought it was alive, not alive, then it's alive again. Like, oh yeah, I was about to ask which which one that is. Uh, it's yeah. uh, Apple Apple Weird. TV, right? It's an yeah. Apple TV show. Uh, so the servant, for those who don't know, um, it's an M Night Shyamalan uh, produced project, and it revolves around um, uh, a baby that maybe. Uh, I, I, I don't know how 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 to describe it without uh, ruining anything. Yeah, baby and the babysitter, and mm-hmm. uh, creepy things happen in the house. I don't want to give anything away because honestly, like every other episode, there there's a twist. You know, big surprise with the uh, M Night Shyamalan produced project, but it was very uh, wonderfully executed, mm-hmm. and it was just enough given to you to where you would want to tune into the next episode where it didn't feel like a cop out. But it was okay. a very, it was very good. But then season two, it doesn't have that every episode something's happening. It's more of uh, we're doing the long, we're playing the long game of like, okay, you guys all know this is happening. So there's probably going to be a payout at the end. But I'm getting like, I'm just so deep invested now that I'm going through it. But I'm not looking forward to it as much as I was before. The only reason I thought of it just now when we were talking about this is because the Harry one, Potter. Uh, besides Harry Potter, my Friday routine became Wanda, The Servant, which is when the new episodes come in, and then whatever new thing we're going to watch, in this case, Harry Potter. And so since last week we were out of Wanda, like, we right. watched our episode of The Servant, and then we were just kind of sitting around with, like, the fuck do we do now? Like, talk, <laughs> talk, talk to each other? Like, you know, like, we don't want to do that. Like, you know, so, yeah, we, so. uh, I had a routine, too, when it was, like, Mandalorian into WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, there's another show on Apple Plus that if you're looking for something else, uh, it's called Losing Alice. It's uh, uh, uh it looks the like an foreign? Israeli TV sh- uh, the foreign show, film, right? Or the foreign yeah, show. Uh, but it's dubbed in English, so you don't have to read. We tr- um, I tried to make my lady get into it, and she she tapped out at the second episode. It's really good. Like, get through the first two episodes. Like, it's okay. worth it. Okay, I'll I'll we'll push through. We'll push through that barrier. Oh, it's like, is it sorry go ahead oh no it was i was just gonna say it's like it's the the one he's talking about losing alice it's about a a director that gets involved into a project and uh she gets 
she gets romantically involved, sort of, with what? one of the actors thinking okay. that, hey, you're in love with me, and then turns out you were just flirting with me to get this part. And so it, it's, it's, it's a drama, and the trailer looked great, but yeah, the, it's, a sl- it's a slow burn for sure. Oh, okay. How many episodes? Not that one, but The Servant. Servant is, uh, what is it, like nine or ten? Yeah, oh, it's like ten. But but it's an easy ten though. It's like uh twenty five minute episodes. It's like oh okay, right on. Yeah, okay. you just rip right through it. <laughs> Very cool. All right. So uh, going back to the Falcon and Winter Soldier, I know we kind of jumped off topic on that, and that's cool. No big deal. That's uh that's what we do here. Um, let's see, Ash, what do you feel about how are you? How stoked are you for the Falcon and Winter Soldier? Is that all we're okay. going to get from you? Okay, awesome. <laughs> no, I like no, it. Cool. I, I, I liked everything that w- that came from the trailer. I like, uh, it's kind of funny because then when we talked about it, there's the car, there's the, the time that they talk to each other in the car. Um, uh, there's just different things that kind of, it's kind of getting, we're getting more of we what we didn't know we wanted. So their, their, their relationship was was in uh, Avengers and and Winter Soldier, but like I don't know, it's kind of cool. I'm gonna be super excited. I have a, uh, I, I didn't know what to expect with WandaVision, especially with what they were showing and what we were getting and right where it leads to. But I don't know, Marvel, unless it's Sony, it takes a lot for them to get it wrong. For sure. Okay. Is there music playing in the background? Ash. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Can you do you mind turning that down while we're recording yeah. a podcast? Sure. <laughs> what you should do though is talk about it like two hours in. Well, you should be more responsible and not well, have it, have it on. You know, kind of like when you turn the sound off of your phone. I've done one of those things. I can't do four more. to to keep count. Four. four. No, four. So yeah. carbon? Falcon and the Farkin, Falcon and the Bucky Show. <laughs> the Farkin. <laughs> The, the, the fork. Um, <laughs> I'm excited to have a back to a routine again because last um last Friday I was like, mm, what are we doing now? Yeah, I, yeah. So I just Same. ended up doing homework, but um, I am how dare you further your education? <laughs> right. Um, but um. I'm excited just because I had just watched, I finished all the Marvel movies in order and I totally forgot the interaction of both of them in Black Panther. And so they're in the back of the uh, uh, Volkswagen and they're like um, bantering with each other. And I was like, oh, holy shit. Like I totally forgot about this moment, which totally sets up the show. Wait, what? You said Black Panther. That's in Civil War, right? Oh, it. Mm, yeah, it's in Civil War. Yes, it's in Civil War, but that's when Black Panther is following them in the yes. car. I got it. That's why I yes. thought Black Panther. Sorry. Um, yeah, good. Civil War. So I totally forgot about that moment and how that set up kind of this show yeah. and like their banter. <laughs> Can you move up the seat? No. <laughs> exactly. And, and so I'm excited for it um, and getting back to a routine again. So forget homework. There you go. Once more. Yeah. Once more for the next six weeks. Exactly. <laughs> Luis. Oh, I'm I'm all in. They're, they they just keep I didn't I didn't need the Rotten Tomatoes score to know that I was gonna 
going to be in this. Like now it's like my life is, I mean, as long as quarantine is a thing, it's yeah. I'm waiting for the new thing that Disney plus is going to make release. it okay to be home. Yeah. Like just, and, and I think we're all uh, touching on the same point. It's give us a routine. Give us, give us that thing that's going to release at this point so that we can, I almost, I feel like Marvel's doing it even better than, like, say, Star Wars, because you showed us the bo- story of the Book of Boba Fett. Is yeah. story? Mm-hmm. And it almost should have been, even if it's not, a, it's it's not the same story, but, like, y- you've proven that Fridays are the shit. Again. For, for everybody, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it won't be the shit when the world opens up, but for right now, Fridays are the shit. And whether it's WandaVision or it was fucking... Um, uh, baby Yoda, help me. The Mandalorian. 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 Like, yeah. I don't know. There's just clearly the fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier need to be released on Friday. See, but, and with these releases though, like it makes me not want to pay thirty dollars for Raya the Last Dragon. Like, I'll yes. wait. You know, as I do want to see that movie, hmm. but it's like, why would I have to drop that money if I've got what all was the name of the movie? Content? Raya the Last Dragon. It's a cartoon movie. Yeah, the Pixar, the new Pixar movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. You haven't seen trailers to it? It looks not. It looks like, charming. I cut the cord it's completely, like, so I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah, okay. it's, it it's looks like, charming. It looks good. It's, yeah. yeah, it's all over Disney Plus, dude. To people, because yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's one of those kind of like how they did with Mulan, where you pay the extra thirty bucks and you get to yeah. watch it first, you know, or you can wait two months and it'll be on Disney Plus anyway. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. You know, so uh, and they really need to rethink their business model on that. By the way, just give us Black Widow and we'll be happy. It's also true. Just give us Black Widow on Disney Plus. Hey, Sorry. are you are you really giving Disney uh, business advice? They need to hire <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, rich folks. <laughs> In today's news. Guy from podcast that hasn't been heard <laughs> he wants yeah. to give us advice. Somehow we're gonna get canceled Star by Bob Iger and Marvel. Uh, go ahead and listen to it. That is pretty fucking funny. I'm gonna gonna end up logging on after we end up posting this and say your anchor account has been canceled by Bob Iger. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> he, t- he fucking timestamped it so he knew. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. Next time, don't try to give me business advice, bitch. <laughs> Dennis, how do you feel about this uh, about the Falcon and Bucky show? I am a, uh, in agreement with everybody. Uh, what everybody else has said, um, I'm looking forward to this more than I'm looking for uh, the Snyder cut. So I'm probably going to watch that tomorrow, and then push off uh, Snyder cut till whenever I got time. No, right but on. yeah, I agree. But with it's you. hard going in knowing it's going to be four hours, right? Like because it's going to be a, it's a commitment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I get that. It's not a guy commitment. I just meant it's a commitment for the four hours. Like, you're where did this come from? Mad HR rolling her eyes when I said commitment. She just rolled her eyes. I'm just. I was agreeing with you. (laughs) How dare you? Don't you agree? She's all typical men. (laughs) Yeah, that's how I. That's how I took that. That's how I took that. So I fucking come on. Now, now you just gave everybody (laughs) listening to this. How your take to women is? Oh, yeah, I just, fucking, that's what it is. Mm-mm. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you've, like, you've done that. Dance, I love women. 
Okay. Uh, so moving on. Uh, let's see. So for Secret Invasion, we got our first cast no, for amazing. Secret Invasion. Uh, super stoked about this. Uh, so real quick before we jump into that, if nobody's, uh, if you're not real familiar with Secret Invasion, it was a comic book that uh, was published by Marvel back in 2008, uh, written by Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, and it showed the creation of the Illuminati, kind of Marvel's, you know, uh, epic, um, or kind of that overseas, you know, everything, uh, as far as the, the group of heroes, uh, kind of took place with uh, Iron Man, Mr. Fantastic, Namor, Black Bolt, uh, Professor X, and Doctor Strange were the ones that kind of, you know, created the uh, Illuminati, or came together to create the Illuminati. So, uh, Long story short, uh, Secret Invasion was uh, showing the scrolls. Uh, if you guys aren't familiar with the scrolls, they made their uh, big screen debut on Captain Marvel, uh, shape-shifting aliens. Uh, so it's it's kind of like them taking over. And the villain has been cast, uh, Mr. Kingsley Ben-Adir. Uh, if you guys don't know who he is, uh, he played Malcolm X in the Amazon movie One Night in Miami. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that phenomenal movie, you guys need to check him out. Um, really, really great casting, I think. I mean, they haven't said who his villain is going to be or the, the name of the villain that he's going to play. But uh, I think with him being the villain, I, I think it's gonna he's going to knock it out of the park. Um, super stoked about that. Uh, what do you guys feel so far about the casting for uh, Secret Invasion? Andres. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, Before we go to you, Andres. Remind me when Secret Invasion is coming out. Uh, Do we gonna, know? It's a Disney Plus. It's going to come out on Disney Plus, and I believe it's coming out next right. year. Yeah, I think it's next okay. year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, my thought process was because we just saw the ending scene in WandaVision, right? And there's a scroll mm -hmm. there. Plus, we had like the, uh, the other scroll showing up in Infinity. Um, the Infinity Saga and mm -hmm. whatnot. So we're kind of being slowly introduced to them. So I was just wondering when that big payoff with them is going to I'll, be. I'll so I was. Right just... No, you're fine. Um, but go ahead on this. Um, no worries. No need to apologize. Um, it's like everything else Disney does. Like I'm not. I'm. I'm looking forward to. Like I. I'm. I know I'm repeating myself a lot on the show, uh, so I'll, I don't know how to say it a different way. It's like if Disney Plus putting something Marvel out, you know it's going to be good, and the casting is good. It's like I'm put it out there. I'm waiting for it basically. So anything you pretty much are going to put out, I'm going to be there for. So count me in. Yeah, they've they've confirmed that Samuel L. Jackson is going to be in Secret Invasion as well as Ben Mendelsohn, who played Talos in uh, Captain mm. Marvel. Okay. So so he is going to be in it. Um, so so yeah, um, Carmen. I mean, I'm looking forward to it just because I like that um, the twist is kind of like we saw them as villains, but they're not really villains once you watch captain america you know you understand the story um so i'm looking forward to see who the villain actually is and where that's leading off to because i feel like that's like another setup to something else just right. because of how their story was and the fact that um who the creed creed are the, the ones creed, that yeah. were <laughs> destroyed their world or whatever so yeah. i just feel like uh, we're going somewhere and i'm excited 
Yeah. Captain Marvel. And, yeah, Captain Marvel. Yes. So, uh, Ash, how do you feel about um, the Secret Invasion? I mean, are you familiar with it? Do you care? Are you still falling asleep? No, I'm familiar with it because of the um, uh, all the comic book stuff we 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 follow. Uh, mm-hmm. They they always show the Secret Invasion, um, the comic book cover. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm not familiar with the story because I've never read it, but I'm familiar with the i'm familiar with the like a bit being uh, the context that they're trying to put it in so okay um, that's cool i i don't know what to expect because i don't know the story but i mean well now's your chance man it's gonna be amazing it's 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 a eight issue miniseries you might as well pick it up it's i'm pretty sure it's on paperback um okay it is he's I'm in. he's so angry angry Luis. i was even thinking about how to do it on comicsology Ian Moore, uh, it is on Comicsology. Uh, no, it's the same thing. I'll just uh, I'll just move it along because it's. Uh, I think we're all in agreement that it's mm-hmm. it's going to be great. They Disney figured out how to print money at this point, yeah. so we're all going to consume it. And, and that's it what's going to be weird is how when we open up. Now that you've created this to make us sustainable, like it's going to be hard to figure out what goes to theaters and what goes to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Fuck, that's going to be really and They're really cashing in on a lot of Bendis' projects. You know, he's mm-hmm. the creator of My, uh, Miles Morales. Miles Morales. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, the Miles Morales video game that came out uh, late last year, mm-hmm. the Miles Morales obviously was the front and center for uh, Spider-Verse. And so a lot of these stories are a lot of Bendis storylines. Even the WandaVision was a Bendis storyline. So it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Um, it's very interesting and it's we're going to run out of stories soon. Like, you know, especially because usually we start with stories from like the 60s. Yeah. And so right now we're in the 2000s. So it's like, we're going to start getting it. I mean, yeah, no, we absolutely can. But it's like, I'm, I'm just thinking it's like, not that I'm ever in fearful of lack of stories because there are stories that are currently running that are good, you know, but it's just like, oh, wow. Like, and it, it makes it fun for being even the deepest comic book nerd where's this gonna go yeah you know even if you know the the secret invasion storyline like you think what's the next step after that because mm-hmm. you know they have a phase 23 or whatever the fuck like oh i wouldn't doubt so. it yeah so it's fun, it's fun it, being a fan rather, it's fun being a spectator i would have rather had maximum carnage be a wandavision in episodes yeah because if you read the comic books like the way they did it and the way all the symbiotes were created like instead of instead of trying to explain it in 20 minutes so that we can get to uh, spider-man kicking your ass like if you can give everybody an hour you know what i mean that would it kind of feels like that's a better format now right like yeah it's because especially with uh, the production value of these things it's like do you want a if it's a 10 episode do you want a 10 hour movie or do you want uh, a two-hour movie and it just sums up then so it's I kind of almost feel like the Justice League thing, if they did it four hours today, no, an hour today, an hour next Friday, like maybe the plan. I don't know, but it's still the same movie. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 a fine Drop. line to figure out what we want. Yeah. Well, sure. I think with with Justice League is is very difficult because it's it's a movie we've already seen with added that's content, you right know, here. versus something that's brand brand new. Because if if the first hour, like a lot of the first hour that I saw, 
it's shit that I've seen already. It's just okay. like little added tid- tidbits to it. But that to someone that was on the fence, but leaning more towards not giving a shit. If that was the hour you saw, I'd be like, okay, I don't need to watch the rest of it. And then right. you could miss out on some gems that come out later, yeah. you know, like the, and that's uh, the first hour of the Snyder cut is what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, a person that's already seen it. Like you could be I like, saw the oh, movie. Yeah. It's only a longer version of what I've already seen. Right. Yeah. It doesn't wow. give you That's too much actual context. Okay. By hour two, I, it starts paying at, it starts paying yeah. dividends mm-hmm. of like, oh shit, I know those characters. Now I'm giving a shit as to what's happening here. Right. So, uh, yeah. So I, I, again, it, it, it's, it's a slippery slope. Like you said, it's, we don't know what is the, what's the right answer. Let's go to a, let's go to cinema or let's do a season of this shit. So you can fall in love with this character over a span of six episodes. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, last thing that we're going to go ahead and touch on before we go ahead and move on to everyone meeting our guest, uh, Disney ended up dropping a little bit of tidbit for us Star Wars fans uh, out there. They're going to be releasing some new content, well, semi-new content uh, for us in April. Are they going to be just um, as angry as you are now? Or I'm okay? not angry. I'm not angry. I mean, I'm a little annoyed that you had music playing in the background while we were recording, you know, but I mean, that's cool, you know. So uh, what they're gonna go ahead and be dropping in April is the, I'm not mad. mad. Uh, Remember uh, the live action Ewok movies that happened? (laughs) Those are coming to Disney Plus. I had one of them. I believe it. Uh, And then my favorite, which I haven't been able to find uh, and uh, because I did own them at one time and I refused to pay for buying another set was the 2003 Clone Wars animated series. It was a two DVD um, uh, collection. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys saw it. It was done by the creator of Samurai Jack. That one. I was. Yeah. I was. I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Everything was yeah. sharp, right? All the sharp chin. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. The Samurai. Yeah, the Samurai, Samurai Jack, Jack animation. Yeah. yeah. It, it's pretty cool because it picks up. Uh, if I remember correctly, it picks up like immediately after Attack of the Clones, and then leads into uh, the start of Revenge of the Sith. So you kind of see how Anakin got his scar uh, that he's sporting in Revenge of the Sith. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty dark. Uh, I dug it. Uh, I remember seeing it then. I unfortunately lost the DVDs and I just refused to pay for to buy another set. Now that it's going to be on Disney Plus, I'm actually really excited about <laughs> about it. I can watch it again. Um, so did any did anybody see that the 2003 Clone Wars? No. No, I just remember the the. I remember when they aired, but yeah. I I never wa- I, I didn't buy them. I didn't like uh, sit down and watch them. Right, right. Because the animation, it, it's a little to get used to. It's a little uh, to get used to, like uh, the being all jaggedy. Yeah. So if you guys get a chance, uh, obviously, you know, it's supposed to be, I think, premiering April 2nd or the beginning of April, sometime in April. So those those four items are going to be dropping in April. Um, so yeah, so that's going to go ahead and lead us into our next segment. We have our guest Stevie, uh, that's going to be dropping in and we're going to go ahead and talk Superman. So, uh, give us a couple seconds and we'll be right back. All right, everyone. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, bring on a guest and this guest, uh, is a very good friend of mine. Uh, her name is Stevie. So we're going to go ahead and bring her on right now. Uh, Stevie. What's up? How's it going? 
Hi, everybody. Oh, it's like, it's going good, you know? A yeah. um, little bit of Zoom fatigue. I get to do this all day at work, so. I know, I'm sorry. I feel, I feel like I should go, <laughs> no. I feel like I should go through my normal spill as, hi, I'm Stevie, I'm a community organizer. My pronouns are she, her, hers. <laughs> <laughs> Should be one of those. Uh, hi, Stevie. <laughs> <laughs> so where is it? I'm waiting for it. No. <laughs> See, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I uh, kind of want to jump. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Stevie. Well, let's see. I mean, what's there to get to know about me? Everything. No. <laughs> um, well, I'm a graphic designer. I work in marketing. Um, I am also a community organizer with a nonprofit here in Los Angeles that um, uh, works with uh, the Latin community, the LGBT community, and any underserved uh, communities and populations. And that's just my day job. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> You know, I'm a mom, so I deal with that all day. And when I get a little peace of mind, I'm just a big old nerd, you know, for everything I can possibly get my hands on. So I like to play, uh, I love tabletop gaming, huge, huge uh, collector right and fan, uh, huge fan of Superman and Doctor Who, got tattoos. So got my super there, I got my Doctor Who there. So yeah. Um, so I'm excited. Right it's always Very fun cool. to talk to other people who have the same like and interests. You know, you don't feel like like crickets. What yeah. uh, what tabletop gaming are you into? Well, I I like everything. So if you have like a different type of game that you're playing and you introduce me to it, most likely I'll like buy it and it'll be like my new favorite thing. Have you ever dabbled in Munchkin? You know what? I haven't, but I have wanted to play it. It is a game that I, uh, I would like to add to my collection. Uh, my favorite one right now is um, Dixit. Have you ever played Dixit? I haven't, no. Okay, so this is a collector game. Like, it's a game that I, I suggest to everybody. I don't care how old you are. You have to have it. It's, is it a, like a deck building game or what it, is it? It is. So when you get the, the box set, it comes with like um the regular table game so it's like a board um it has designated numbers so that um i think it's six i think it's six players it could be wrong it might be seven okay um and then everybody gets a certain amount of cards and the i love the cards that's the best part of the game is they are these illustrated cards by an artist that are just so amazing and there's so many of them so um there's no words it's just pictures. And what you do is you, you basically say a phrase, you can say um, anything. It could be a sound, a phrase, a gesture to, to give a hint to the card. Mm -hmm. And then everybody's gonna pick a card from their deck to put down, but nobody's gonna know whose is whose. So everybody puts them down, the, the main player is gonna shuffle them up and then put them down. And then you'll go over the phrase. So let's say if I said like, um, I don't know, uh, What's a good phrase? Like if you said uh, Harry Potter, like you just did something like that, right? Uh -huh. So everybody has these cards and they're gonna pick something. And the craziest part is sometimes everybody's cards will be something that you think of in Harry Potter. So okay. then what ends so, up happening okay. is you're trying to figure out who is the, the person's card, the active player's card. But the object of the game is you at least need one person to guess your card to win. 
But if oh. everyone guesses your card, you get no points. Right on. Okay. 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 Has like it's, a Cards Against Humanity feel to it too. Feel to it, yeah. It. yeah. A little I bit. It. I mean, it's a little. It's more PG. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, it's a great family game. It's really great to play with friends. It's always, uh-huh. it's always interesting because depending on who you're hanging out with, you know, like their interest. So if I went to a party and you know I was you know uh, playing with Esteban, of course my keywords are always going to be something that I know you're going to know. Oh, so it's right on. Be okay. Like comic books, you know, it's going to okay. be movie based and all that because I'm like you're the person I need to guess my card. <laughs> okay. So, very cool. Yeah, it's a great game. Totally. Right on. Have to yeah, put yeah. It into your collection. Very very cool. That's awesome. So, so I wanted to, to ask what got you, like, what drew you into the nerd slash geek culture? Like, what, what was it that like hooked you? Oh, gee, I don't even know. Like, I just remember as a kid uh, going, see where I'm from, it's, um, there's a lot of Asian stores. It's, okay. it's a very Asian uh, community. And I remember this one place, you know, they always have like the Sanrio stuff, like pins mm-hmm. and all that wasn't really my thing but you know you're like hey you know everybody's all about let's trade pins or who has the coolest stuff that there was this one place just down the street from my house they had one small section dedicated to like comic books okay and the ones that they always had were like the superman ones okay so i remember like just kind of grabbing those and kind of reading those and so it kind of started from there um Definitely the Christopher Reeve movies got me into Superman. Okay. Uh, totally love gaming. So there was a few arcades. Uh, I don't know if you all remember Pogs. You remember Pogs? Oh, of or, course. Or, yeah. yeah. or Tassos, depending on where you grew up. <laughs> yeah, or that, yeah. The so, Inside the Chips, the Looney Tune Tassos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, look, just those type of things. Like the little stores you could find around here, and it was like what you grew up picking up. Okay. Um, but now like older, it's like the nostalgia of it. Like that right was on. my childhood that was, you know, getting lost in those type of mm-hmm. worlds, right? Outside of our own. So yeah, definitely I would say that's kind of like a pickup on it, but Okay. Yeah, nothing like I can think that pinpoints it too much. So Okay. Very cool. Now was it that 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 um shop there because they only had superman stuff is that what drew you to superman because it was really just that that was there or was it like a a, uh is there like a backstory to it you know uh, or like a bigger love for superman than just seeing it there you know um i think what it was is like you know you i don't remember watching superman in cartoon form Mm -hmm. um i do remember like christopher reeve as Superman. Okay. Um, and I know like everybody was always like, it was always like Batman or Superman yeah. and everybody was always Batman. So me being me, I love to go against the grain and it was like, no, Superman. Like, of course, Superman. Superman's number one. Right. Um, but there was, I had a friend who had a brother who had a huge hom- uh, comic book collection. Like I've never uh-huh. seen anything that big. Like the kid could have had his own comic book uh, store. What? what was it? 
I've never seen anything that. Never mind. Continue. Uh, <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Just so you know, I, 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 I'm that waiting for Ash. I looked up yeah. at Ash and I was like, "Ha!" Huh? And then when nothing happened, I'm like, "Oh, got it. We're being polite right now." Continue. <laughs> I think I think Ash is holding back a little bit. That's all. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not that kind of woman, so I wouldn't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, he had a really extensive uh, comic book collection. Is that better for okay. <laughs> Um and I remember kind of like you kind of being like, wow, that's pretty cool. Like, right. I wish I had like stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I kind of that's kind of like, you know, oh, I'm going to pick up comic books. But mm-hmm. I can't honestly say I can remember them carrying other comic books. I remember okay. just Superman. Right but on. It, um, I think it might have been the Doomsday one. Ah, uh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'm, you know what? I think it was. I think it was like the tethered cape, and it was. Um, but it was a white cover. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was a plain white cover and just the tethered, the tattered cape. Okay. So very cool. That I can honestly remember. That uh-huh. I remember. Hold on, let me turn off the sound on my phone. Sorry about that. Isn't it crazy how like older Superman was like? It shows him like punching the Nazi or something, and it's like now it's like now Superman like that would have fucking killed that guy, like just for <laughs> him. There's that stupid ass meme where Superman's holding the tree and Batman, yeah. and then they're all trying to get somebody out of the river or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just funny where Superman started all the way to like now he can lift like cities. Right. 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 Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because I mean, I mean, he was created for a different time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to be the depiction of like how they would be able to combat like the bad guy yeah. or the things in that time. You know, like what was it? Comic books used to take place. They were like, all these different alien comic mm-hmm. books and his was just a different variation of it. Like if an alien right. was to save us and help us. And then, I mean, honestly, his powers just kept growing as mm-hmm. his story kept unfolding. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when the when Action Comics first came out, he didn't fly. He jumped. That's all it was, you know. Hey, he jumped he, the tallest building, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he never, he didn't fly. He didn't have the heat vision. He didn't have anything like that, you know. He had the super strength, uh, but he didn't fly. But, yeah, to see him evolve from Action Comics, number one, to what it is and to what he is now, mm-hmm. you know, and the different Elseworld stories that are coming up, you know, that, you know, uh, Superman from Earth 23, Superman from Earth 2, things like that, you know, um, it, it's just a different, it, just to see them, see what he can become, what he can evolve, and then go yeah. into Superman Prime, you know, where he's at his best ever you know what i mean you know get get into that you know so so yeah it's and i think it ultimately comes down to imagination i mean whatever the writer's imagination is you know it's gonna go ahead and you're either gonna get superman's powers go ahead evolve tenfold or get a new set of powers or something like that you know so it's gonna be completely different so i know with us you know obviously being comics you know and then we have you know our favorite you know dc superheroes Obviously, Stevie, you're going obviously going with Superman, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Ash, you're Batman. Well, you can't go by the shirt, but I am. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Andres, Superman, of course, Superman. right? 
Superman. With the glasses, right? right. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Superman. Superman. Uh, Carmen? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Right on. Mm-hmm. And Luis? Uh, Wonder Woman. That's too that's, <laughs> that's too hard of a choice, man. Like, uh, it, do I go Constantine that was Vertigo before it became DC? Do I go uh, Batman Beyond, something that's not that old? Batman obviously being one of the OGs, but Superman right. Superman is the, the tether that brings the DC universe together without Superman he is hope like and so they can't one can't function without the other and I know that's such a cop-out answer but I don't see it that way they complement each other in such a beautiful way it's uh yeah and that's and and uh, kind of like what you uh, piggyback on what you were saying Stevie it's like that was always the question of like oh who's better Batman versus Superman it's like mm. you know they don't see each other as rivals right like you know they're yeah. friends like they, they, they get along like if anything and Batman's I know like jealous <laughs> nowadays <laughs> people people like compare you know dc and marvel and I, that's a right. constant topic on this show it's, it's like how about you just like what you like it doesn't have to be yeah. us versus them like how about i like i'm into this shit and i'm also into this shit it's honestly like having a, a team so i mean yeah. it's like an angel fan versus a dodger fan it's oh, just that angel rivalry like you know, I and again, I, I I bet a bunch of people here are Dodger fans, and I'm an Angel fan. So again, against oh, the game. Oh, <laughs> hey, so you got You have to go then. Okay. <laughs> and she's going yeah. under a tunnel, guys. So <laughs> we'll be right back. Hello. No, but it, but, it, but it's. But even being like, like you can be a good fan. Sports is, I think, a beautiful example. Like yeah. everybody, uh, sports got such a bad stigma when. Uh, uh, when when people dude... started fighting at fucking Buffalo Wild Wings, yeah, or that, or that, <laughs> yeah, that dude got like beaten into a coma, like, uh, and it's, and so there was this stigma of you can't be a fan of something else, and it's like, no, you could be a sore winner, you could be a sore loser. How about you just don't be a piece of shit and don't push people, oh! especially when alcohol's involved. You know, yeah. it's like. I have been to many games of where the opposite team is cheering. They're not talking shit, but they're cheering whenever their team does something. Yeah. And it's like, and there's that friendly rivalry. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, we'll get you. And then he just kind of like raises his beer. And then we go back to. It, it gets less friendly every beer though. <laughs> I mean, you're not true. wrong. No, it's <laughs> true. You're not, you're not wrong, but, it, but it's also, you, you need to know your limits, right? Like, right. And, and you just don't push and you just don't go into like that disrespectful place. And uh, and I just think that goes with anything that people are passionate about. Uh, yeah, I think it's a it's good friends. to have a, a playful rivalry when it comes to it. Um, but at the end of the day, aren't they all on the same team? Aren't they all you know trying to do the same thing? But we all are always like, well, my my mind's better. So <laughs> I <laughs> no, mean, no, come on, true. like when it comes to like uh, Superman and Flash, like who's mm-hmm. faster? Right. You know, my nephew's a Flash fan, and I told him if you look at it though. That's Flash's main like superpower, right? Like that's right. that's what he does. So I would see that as him being faster than Superman. Mm-hmm. I go, but it is an age-old rivalry where it's a continuous back and forth. It's been played in the comic books, it's been played in the movies, and it's that old where everyone wants to know, but it never really gets told because it either it they each one up each other each time. So yes. we're always at a tie. So yeah, I, I it's, think it's great. Yeah, no, you're right. It's very true because I believe there are four separate instances that 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 topic has come up in the comic books. You know, Superman versus Flash as far as who's faster. I think 
twice in uh, Flash comic book and then twice, obviously, in the Superman comic book. But yeah, I think there's only been four. And then it's like one one's up the other and does mm-hmm. this or does that. So it's always that, you know. Oh, you know what was think, my favorite one? Did, did you, uh, I'm pretty sure you all see it. You remember when the new 52 came out uh-huh. and it was like the whole new revamp? There was a Superman comic, and I think it was when um, the Flash and him came, uh, they met. And I think the Flash was trying to pull a fast one on Superman, and all he did was reach out his hand and flick, just a little flick, and then Flash just goes right through a wall. Oh, man. Reading that and turning the pages, I was like, yeah, that's right. He finally gets his. (laughs) But it's it's carrying on that. It's because it's fun, you know, like. It keeps us all going, oh yeah, see the Flash or oh, see Superman. It, I think it's great. They, they make it fun, but maybe sometimes we take it a little far ourselves. Just a little so. bit too far. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I get it. Um, now, are you planning on seeing the Snyder Cut? <laughs> I just, <laughs> I keep getting asked by everybody. It's so funny. <laughs> I had a friend message me. He always like, hey, have you seen this? Have you seen that? What's your opinion? Uh, okay, so I'm not a fan of Zack Snyder. I, okay. I'm not. I am super upset with a lot of what's come out from him. Mm-hmm. Like in the beginning, it was like, okay, a little bit. And then I literally couldn't watch Justice League. I okay. wouldn't do it to myself. I think I think I waited a year and it wasn't even my choice. Mm-hmm. My wife was like, oh, you have to watch it. It's not that bad. That was my mistake listening to her. So (laughs) Um, I watched it and I literally, I wanted to cry the entire time. I was like, this is just so disappointing to me. I was like, I don't like it. I don't like where, how he's changed things. It was just, it just, and and then, you know, I know that it was Zach's movie. And then what's his name? Um, Josh Whedon. Josh Whedon. Okay. So then there, it was, I get it. So there's like a little transfer there. Mm. Um, Still wasn't a fan. And everybody's like, well, are you going to watch this one? So mm-hmm. I hear it skewed back to like old school TV screen mode and it's four hours. Yes, that's, that's what I hear too. It's set on four by three, four by three? The, Something the, like that, yeah. The they ratio. announced that at the beginning of the thing. Yeah, so that's that's what I heard is that it, that's how it's set up. It's set up as old school TV. So if, if you got this nice TV, you know, <laughs> you're going to be watching it like this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So, so that's what it's gonna. So that's. It doesn't look bad. The pic, the picture's pretty. I haven't even yeah. seen the previews. Okay. Oh, you, you, oh, so you completely stayed away from it altogether. Yeah, I mean, I remember okay. you telling me about it. Like, hey, have you seen it? And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm, yeah. mm-mm. I get it. I get it. What, was, what, what are the changes you don't like? Like, they made Superman a little darker. They made Superman. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I look at Batman is Batman. Gotham is Gotham you know, Superman is Superman. And I understand that in like modern movies today, we want to make changes to kind of, you know, feel for something more today than then. But the way they they darkened it and then, spoilers, when when they make him take a life, it was just like- That's suspicious. That, that's not Superman, like- right. That's not Superman. That's not who he's ever been. And, That's weird. Uh, I don't understand where we're going with this story. Like you're taking you're you're taking away something very key to who he is. Okay. It's like you so, listened to our episode two episodes ago. We we got into a really depth about that very topic. Actually, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, Ash. Did you okay. say something? Instead of Martha, wouldn't it have been cool if Batman or Superman had broke through his bat suit and then realized Batman realized you could have killed me and then you didn't kill me? Like I would rather have that than like the the Martha thing was kind of clever, but it wasn't. I don't know why people are just. I mean, was it clever? It. I mean, let's be honest. Was it clever? I mean, it I had never thought that both their moms were named Martha. Like. Every time I hear Martha, Martha, inch by inch, that joke. But um, yeah. <laughs> Brandon Roth was actually my super mad for a little bit. Oh, but, you love Brandon Roth. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I feel like they should have kept it with him for a little bit. Totally love Brandon Roth. I don't have, I don't really have a problem when it comes <clears throat> to, to Henry Cavill. Like, I think he, he embodies the character, you know, great. I just think when it comes to maybe the depiction and the writing, mm-hmm. It, it didn't really, it's not, it's not something that I thought was the greatest. Um, Can I, I play devil's advocate? Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I've been thinking about that a lot recently. And because I saw Man of Steel um, probably late last week. So I saw Man of Steel again. So Man of Steel, obviously Superman origin story, saw him that way. Um, <laughs> do you feel, or do you think that because he is Superman and we know Superman is not going to take a life, always considers the casualties. So takes the fight elsewhere, uh, whether it's on another planet or whether it's somewhere where there's no, there's no population period. Okay. There's nothing there. So being the fact that this is the first time that he's facing danger, hasn't been Superman for many years or anything like that, but this is, if you, if I can say the infancy stage of him as Superman in the suit, fully developed powers and things like that, that he was obviously over his head and didn't completely think about the casualties and didn't see any other way but to kill Zod at the end because it was just, but see, I know unless he's shaking his head, no, because I've, I mean, I'm telling you Superman fans, I, you know, but again, that's what I'm saying. I'm playing devil's advocate, you know, so in and, your, in your, sorry, in your devil's advocate, that was the whole point of the hobo uh, Superman version. Say it again. What was the whole point of him being like nomaded out and going to learn shit? Cause they were trying to pull, they were trying to pull a Batman. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. like the whole Superman thing is he's more human than human, even though he's a nice. fucking human. Like that's, that's the whole <laughs> Superman human thing. Than human. Yeah. No, I, I get it, and that's what I'm saying. Playing the devil's advocate, you know, that's what one can say in regards to Man of Steel. You well, know? one would be stupid. No, I'm just kidding. okay to be fair though you're playing devil's advocate but you don't even believe that yourself you're just oh no absolutely not no no and and so i just wanted to no thank you i just want to make sure everyone understands that i I wasn't calling a step on stupid like (laughs) okay no i know you get it i'm saying everybody else all right cool continue can we mystery science 3000 the movie steal with Shaq? no I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I said? You're not watching that movie again. Come on. Yeah. Which one? Talk one? all the way through it. Oh, Jack? you don't know. Which one? And then we'll Steel. do Kazam. Oh yeah, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know yeah. what you're talking about. Shaquille O'Neal. What do you What do you think about all the Ray other Superman? Yeah. Like, uh, what did you think after After the death of Superman? They had the Solar Solar Superman. They had yeah, the Eradicator. Had, yeah, the yeah. Eradicator. What did What did you think of that? So 
on it so how they were trying to come up with like all these new characters and where they were going to take it and all that stuff um honestly i i think it was kind of like i think if, if it was like a real thing wouldn't you would wouldn't you because now you're losing the hope that you had and now you're just trying to substitute it you know um i don't know if uh let's see what else came out of there they had superboy yeah, it was Superboy. Uh, it was the robot one, the robot yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. You had the the what was it like half? It was a cyborg yeah. version. Yeah, and then um, steel. So I think and then it was still, four. yeah. Okay, so still, I I like because that was what the steel worker uh, guy who was like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna take the place and I'm gonna pick up where he left. And um, I think they were all great stories. It was showing like you know those around. Well, his story especially, like you know we're losing our great hope. I'm going to pick up and I'm going to do what I need to like replace this because he was a symbol, you know, he meant something. Uh, When it came to like Superboy, that was like what they took portions of his DNA to like, yeah, he's a clone. Yeah. So him and Lex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, like those were good stories, but I did like still, because it's kind of like, you know, here's a person who's realizing like, we, what are we going to do without this person? Yeah. Um, but uh, as for the cyborg one, I can't remember too much of that storyline. I'm like grasping at straws. Uh, here. Uh, he was an astronaut that Superman saved, and as he came back, he kind of got like cyborg parts, but he was actually a villain. He blamed Superman for what happened, so he was trying to, yeah, but he still. I don't know as of late if he's still come out in the series, but he's been um, in and out. I think he's actually dead right now. I don't. Rem- I don't recall. I think you're right. Um, but he's come back and forth um, after after everything was after this return of Superman, and he defeated him. Yeah. So. Hey, I think you're right. I think in the comic books he's dead right now. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, but Stevie, have you seen think- um, Reign of Super uh, Reign of the Superman? Hank, 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 Hank Henshaw. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. It is Hank Henshaw. Yeah. It's on yes. HBO. It's on HBO Max, the animated cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. But yeah. you see, this is where I go all like fuzzy because uh, I'm not. Yes, I've seen it, but I don't know why I'm getting like pictures of Flashpoint Paradox. So I might be confusing the two. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, for sure. Because it's, um, I think it came out a couple of years ago yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it was yeah, like yeah. a straight straight to dvd type thing but yeah it came out a couple of years ago it's I, I i saw it it's actually a pretty good representation of that comic book yeah, series that arc that story arc it, it was actually pretty good it was really really good i liked how, how they did it uh there um how do you feel stevie about this whole thing about the superman reboot happening so <sighs> Go go into it more about what the reboot. Okay, so there's a lot of drama, obviously, right now with Snyder and the WB execs and stuff like that. Okay, so yeah, so what they ended up doing to kind of steal the limelight away from Snyder was they leaked that J.J. Abrams is going to be rebooting Superman. But this Superman, this Superman is going to be an alternate universe Superman, and it's, I believe it's going to be Superman from Earth 23, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, and it's going to be a black Superman this time. 
Okay. Now, the Superman from Earth 23 is a representation of Barack Obama. This Superman is the president of the United States and Superman as well. So, so it's supposed to be that storyline or that type of reboot that they're going to be doing. I mean, it sounds, it sounds like, you know, why not give it like an, a completely alternate twist? I mean, don't they constantly create different variations of Superman's story to begin with? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's good. Uh, I, I honestly don't know. I heard about the J.J. Abrams portion, but I, I didn't hear about all the, the rest of it, it being a different Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, but hey, I mean, what's it going to hurt? I mean, all these other movies, I mean, maybe it'll be something good. Right. Do you feel that they are giving Henry Cavill a shaft for doing this? Um, well, I mean, if it's how many how many spider-mans have we had <laughs> I, i'm just i'm just saying no i get it 100 percent. i understand but honestly i i i would like to continue to see henry cavill play the role and be given the opportunity of you know a man of still two mm-hmm. like i think we all want that um but i mean honestly if it's gonna take another person to bring in another world with something better then uh, i mean bring it on i mean i'd give me something worth watching with a great okay. storyline and that's going to depict the character for what it needs to be um okay. so that's that's great but honestly i i don't know like mm-hmm. I, I i can get can we get rid of the ben affleck whole crap and just can we just get back to man of still and just finish sure. that story of course no absolutely I- they really made it play to like how superman's strengths would work in actual real world situations Mm -hmm. and not like they did like in the what is it like the 1950s with uh what is it george reeves and then Uh then, uh with christopher reeves as well like there were just certain things that just it wouldn't really happen that way but it was superman so you were like ooh, cool Mm -hmm. so when they put a lot of science behind it it was like you know if superman actually took off it would create like a sonic boom and if he actually landed he would create you know uh structural damage in the ground um if he was combating a plane he just wouldn't catch it with his bare hand i mean he'd have to he'd have to you know put a little work into it i thought all that stuff was amazing and it was great um but the part where i think he got the shaft was a lot of the movie was not like I want to say like homages to past movies, but like stealing like stuff and putting it into this movie. So it wasn't like it didn't feel like its own. Okay. It it felt like somebody took pieces of different uh, movies and then put it together uh. from like you know the script to like certain phrases and it was like wait a minute what is this? I thought this was supposed to be Return, not you know let's take a little bit of all this put it together and make a movie of it right on um i i kind of thought brandon roth was kind of a cutie like this like soft spoken little superman you know maybe something youthful with time to grow but we never got that and i feel like uh i felt cheated on that a lot yeah i hear you yeah so how do you feel about superman and lois the okay. CW show. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I I was watching like Arrow and all those programs and Supergirl. And then I think I fell out of order and, uh, and stopped watching them all. 
And then I heard about they introduced Superman. Mm -hmm. And the actor who plays Superman, <laughs> nothing he's not, of, he's not nothing, Superman. Nothing about him exudes Superman. Uh -huh. He looks like a stick figure yeah. in a really, you know, mus muscled out suit. Yeah, um, yeah it is was, really weird when he's wearing normal clothing and then all of a sudden he's all like in the suit. Yeah, and he, he all, looks. He looks very. He does all, not look proportioned at all. It's, yeah, he. It's it's really weird because it's like put on the glasses and all of a sudden he's just sprung and kind of yeah. take it off and like he's buff, you know. Yeah, it's um, pretty funny too when they. He's not Superman. Like the kids are yelling, he's not Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ooh, they've never seen dad without his glasses. Yeah, that's so yeah. funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I I didn't try to judge it too much because I obviously wasn't watching the Supergirl series mm -hmm. when, when he came in. Yeah. So when I saw that they got their own show, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch because I'm a fan. So of course I'm going to watch. But I still have not gotten used to the way this guy looks. Right. To me, it feels like God, not even the not even the old cartoons, he was that small. But he yeah. feels like an old style kind of character. Uh. And the same thing with Lois. Like I actually the more that I watch the the show, I actually like her. Okay not so I, maybe they just don't carry the the image that we've all kind of been used to right but uh i'm actually liking her character okay uh but superman yeah i'm still i'm still on the on the iffy side with him but uh the show itself the cinematography is out of this world yeah. like for a cw show that i thought i was watching a movie mm -hmm. I thought I was watching a straight out movie. Like it was, I think that's what got me is I was like, okay, okay, this is worth it. Like it looks good. It it's it it's got the whole the whole vibe. Right. Um, but I don't feel like this is necessarily Superman and Lois. I feel like this is more about their kids. It seems that way. Yeah, it really does seem that way. I mean that's for, CW shit. Kids. Yeah, yeah, and, and for a lot of people that are that don't know uh, Superman and Lois, it's 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 following the Arrowverse Superman at this point. You know, um, I really don't like the fact that they changed his costume to what it was when he was in the Arrowverse. When he wore that costume, he seemed proportioned. He didn't seem all like with you know, his shoulders being out farther and then his head being a lot smaller than yeah, it fitting on like, his body it kind of looks yeah it looks like he's got so much space right here like there's just <laughs> something it just doesn't fit it's because he's a it's a very slender guy right right um, and for activities yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean he's and, not wolverine yet you know what i mean yeah. like we all remember how hugh jackman was in the first one compared to like logan i mean right he's right yoked out but so you're there's four episodes. You're what? Three episodes in? Three episodes in. I'm okay. a mother, so it takes time to watch things. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, I got you. So, uh, for those three episodes, what would you score or what would you rate that show? Just based off of like, if the season were to end right now, what would you give it? Okay. So, the way I'm going to do this is episode one. Okay. 
I'm going to say five because it like that, it, from how I felt about it going in mm -hmm. and coming out of it, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to watch this and I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a chance. Okay. Two and three, I'd say, I'd say about a four. Okay. I'll give it a four, but like a low four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> the, the one that I, the episode, I think it was episode three. Yeah, I think it was episode three where we found that there is another metahuman. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. There is, Spoiler. and this is this, huh? Spoiler. Oh, sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You got to do your homework before we show up here. Okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Carmen's hitting the, the, the spoiler alert alert. All um, I know. It's all good. But there, the, what took me out of the show was it's i'm not kidding it was a, a side view of them squaring up to each other and i am not kidding the, to see them square up on each other it's like for all wrestling fans that are out there it's like watching braun Strowman, a seven foot tall man against ray mysterio who's like five foot nothing like and just you see the 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 angle of you're just like there's like what the like that's not Superman. Like it just it took me completely <laughs> out of it. You know what I mean? Cut to Superman getting his ass beat. Okay. And then he, when he gets up, he floats above him to show that he's superior than this guy now. And I'm just <laughs> like, eh, I, I couldn't, like, I just could not, I, I couldn't dig that. I, I didn't like it. So. So that's what took you out of it, but not the kid going, I'm nothing special. Next episode. I'm something special. Like, <laughs> my, my issue with the way that they are, that the way that they're, they're kind of presenting the, the brothers is I, I, it was the classic one's going to have powers. The other one's not, you know, mm -hmm. and there's going to be that jealousy there, you know? And the one thing that I didn't like when they first, when I first saw the promo for it was you've got the all-star you know, the all-star son that plays football and, all, and then the socially awkward, you know, the high anxiety. Yeah, exactly. And the way they were presenting them in the show, if you watch that, if you watch the first three episodes, the all-star son wears nothing but like white or light colors throughout the, his entire costumes. The other one wears nothing but dark muted colors. Mm -hmm. And that's, so it's, it's like, okay, you're trying to show the yin and the yang between the two brothers, which I find, I get it. But I have a feeling that when it ends or when the series, the, the series at one point is going to come to brother versus brother and, you know, the underdeveloped or the, the, the brother that ended up developing his powers first is going to have, is now going to become far superior than the other brother. And then when the other one, if he gets his powers, it's just going to, just going to turn in, it's legit going to turn into a pissing contest between the two, which is classic WB like show you know what i mean so i I'm mean just... if, if you look at it so you have you have jordan right who right. obviously is you know i'm i'm the sad kid right so he's having all these emotional issues he's dealing with his his teenage years and being awkward right. so that allows for his powers to to come out right because he's right. obviously can't control them then you have his brother who's jonathan who's over here I'm confident and I, you know, rule the world and everything goes fine for me. Right. So it's not going to do anything, you know? Yeah. No, for sure. But now we are having a twist 
And now the other one's gonna start going through things. So is that going to then bring forward where all the powers will then start to come out? Because, you know, yeah. that's how I'm seeing it is it's gonna okay. flip and then obviously they're both gonna have powers of some mm-hmm. sort. And yes, it's gonna be like a, it's gonna feel like a Superman versus red kryptonite Superman kind of thing. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. I think we're all waiting for that shoe to drop. So I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't doubt it. So based off but of that, there's way, yeah. but there's a, I, I know I keep doing this, but there was a way <laughs> that CW is doing it, and then there was a way of WandaVision's kids being awesome from beginning to end. Right. Do you know what I mean? See, but like the way the way they're doing this kind of like it's very fucking Dawson's Creek, like. I'm so special. I can't handle my powers. I'm nothing. Like, and I was like, wait, you cried about being not special and now you are special and you're, you're still crying. And homie with no powers is like, hey, so what's up with that chick? Like, <laughs> priorities, man. Priorities. Yeah, right. <laughs> the difference is there's Marvel and then there's DC. Yeah. So. There's, there's that old. We almost got it. DC. Almost. Almost. I mean, that, that's going to be hoping. DC's tagline. Almost got it. <laughs> Trailing behind, trying to catch well, with, up. Well, with the, I haven't seen it yet, but with the Snyder cut, again, if it's a, if if it's successful, DC kind of goes where the money is. So yeah. after they fucking pigeonhole everybody and they fucking, so I don't know what they're gonna do if they're gonna eat their own words. Like, right. no, no, we never not liked Ben Affleck. We never not liked that. Like, I we were like trying that. to fucking. <laughs> We're gonna do an Asian uh, Wonder Woman. No, we were doing any of that stuff. Like yeah. fucking trying to sweep everything under the rug. Justice League Two. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. I don't so. know. I gotta find time for it. Somebody's gotta watch my kid in order for me to to actually be able to sit down and watch it. Yeah, I hear you. I'm gonna need a couple drinks just to get through it. I'm sure. But... You're on the right show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as as a fan, I I, I want to watch it, but as a non fan of Zack Snyder, I want to be, you know, I want to just be like, nope, nope, nope. <laughs> no, I get you, I get you. So the last thing I kind of want to touch on uh, before we let you go, Stevie, is uh, Brightburn. Now, oh my gosh, Brightburn! Can I uh, say thank you for introducing me to that because it was. You are very welcome. Um, for for those that do not know Brightburn, Brightburn is uh, the way I would describe Brightburn is a horror movie, Superman mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute! Wait, wait a minute! Hold, wait, first of all, you're not gonna speed past that like you didn't just say what you just said. That is probably the best way I can go ahead and two of my favorite things. <laughs> yeah, probably the best way I can describe it, and it's practical horror. I guess when you're watching the when you're watching the movie, it's practical horror. So it's like if you if you can stomach Saw, you'll be fine watching this. Oh, that was what you compared that was it sick, to. Like to me, <laughs> that was a dig. That was that was right to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. That was, I, I was looking right at you while I was saying it. Man. Remember in softball when I would be in left field and that guy would just turn because he knew he was yeah. going to hit it to me. That's what you just did to me right now. Well, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying to get you out of your comfort zone. So uh, Brightburn again. It's yeah. if you guys haven't seen it. You guys need to watch it. I think it's totally. on Amazon right now. Um, yeah, that's how I watched it. 2019 um, or 2000? no? I think it came out in 16, 16, 17. Oh, okay. Because like I remember it was a big deal then, and then yeah. is it making the comeback because of the streaming? 
Is that why no. it up again? No, no, I saw no. a lot of memes. I saw a lot of. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think it was necessarily that. It was just one of those things where I asked her if she'd seen it, and you know, I didn't. It. I haven't yeah. seen it. And yeah. um, what's interesting is okay. So a lot of the times, uh, I, I don't, I don't do TV. I do streaming. Yeah. So I miss out on like commercials and advertisements, mm-hmm. and um, I have to hear it from friends. Like, yeah. did you see, did you see this? Have you heard about this? And I'm like, no, tell me. Um, yeah. But you but, have to do that face. All the, oh, yeah. Dummy face. <laughs> Come on, Esteban, you know. I, I know, I know. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I down. What is it? I streamed it, and wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was. It's, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's like what you think would happen. Yeah. If you found an alien child. Oh, absolutely. Like that's what you would assume would happen. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go get the baby. Oh, so cute. I'm going to make it mine. The hell you think's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, no, not the latter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's not going to grow up and try to save the world. I mean, you know, it, it, but I mean, it, it was one of those where it, he was, well, spoiler, because we're probably going to end up spoiling it, but um, th- this movie is is real. I mean, yeah, like Stevie said, it, it would be considered real life scenario of if mm-hmm. you found an alien child in the woods, you know, like, what are you going to do? You know, there's I'm going to domesticate point. it, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those, it's that, you know, um, to see his development throughout the entire movie where he's... He starts off as like the chill kind of kid, like nobody really bothered him, you know, mm-hmm. until like he said would say something or if he was quote unquote too smart for his own good, then he, they start making fun of him, you know, the kids in school and stuff like that. <laughs> but when he when he starts developing his powers or he knows that he has powers, you know, it, it's it's what you think a 13 or 14, yeah. you know, like 12, 13 year old kid would do with fucking powers you know yeah you know and it was it's to and to see the mom just nothing but like that's my baby my baby would never hurt nobody that's a mother's love you know? and i'm just <laughs> like and i watched this i'm like are you for real you're t- you don't believe that your kid ended up ripping open someone's insides and pulling out their entrails and then was using you know their small intestine as jump rope like that's not Mm -hmm. you know watching it the whole time i was feeling the same way i'm like come on mom like (laughs) what's going on here but at the same time i'm going "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." i'd probably do the same for my kid i mean you know like it's okay baby it's okay we'll fix this i don't know the it was it's creepy it's mm-hmm. interesting. It's a great alternative to what could have been. Uh-huh. Uh, I really love the gore in it. Um, the gore so was great. Every time something gory, ha- I'm one of those people. Like I, I don't get scared from the gore. Uh-huh. I, I think it's funny. Yeah. So, like <laughs> the scene with the with the uncle and then the the crushing oh. of the. I was like, oh, dude, it was good. It wasn't cheesy. It was practical. Like, it was practical. It yeah. was good. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is 
this is actually good. Mm-hmm. But I, when I was looking up about it, I saw that it didn't do that great. And I was like, well, I guess I had to be late to the party to, to realize it was something, you know, worthwhile. Well, I, but then I get, I think I kind of see it like the same thing. Like people were comparing, obviously comparing it to Superman. They're like, oh, Superman would never do that. And blah, blah, this and that. Like, oh, I'm not going to go watch it. So it could have been one of those, you know. But then again, so, it's that it's an, it's another version. It's an yes. alternate word. So it's like, if you're going to take those types of things and you're going to change it up, you got to have a good story. Right. So even if you're completely changing that whole characteristic, but you can't do the same thing in the real the the real story. Right, right. But right. if you take it somewhere else, okay, let's see where you're gonna take it. You yeah, know? name things certain name other things, you know, you know, to change the names of certain things and like you know, do it that way. So the what was it? The red is it the red sun? I think it's what it is, the red sun. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, like that one. Like it's another one where it's like all of us. He didn't land in Kansas, but he's in the Soviet Union. It's mm-hmm. what a what a difference the story is, and it's an interesting take Absolutely. on how things could be. But but this one by far, I thought was, yeah, it was good. I liked it. I liked yeah. it a lot. So if you guys get a chance, check out Brightburn. Uh, like I said, I think I, fought, I saw it on Amazon, was able to stream it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't free. You have to pay for it. I think it was like 12 bucks, 13 bucks. I can but it, it is worth it. Absolutely. Uh, it, it was a uh, little fun fact about it. It was sure. uh, uh, the producer of it was James Gunn, known famously of Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. The writers of it were his two brothers, uh, Mark Gunn and Brian Gunn, co-wrote the script. And him and and uh, James Gunn and his wife. What about uh, pr- Badass and the Billy? Film. They weren't in there. Who? Only one person got it. Never mind. Badass, <laughs> badass, <laughs> badass and, and Billy. No, Billy Gunn and Bart. Oh Jesus! Badass Billy Gunn. Come yeah, on! I know. I know. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear the first time. Moving on. <laughs> no, that you got it because I saw your face. <laughs> yeah, I was exasperated at how lame it was. Damn it. <laughs> so on that note, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up with Stevie. Stevie, thank you very, very, very much for joining us. We really do appreciate You're always it. always welcome. Thanks for having yeah. me. It's always fun. Keep and me now posted that you on have the next... been a guest, people are going to choose the guest of the year. So you uh, might have to be back. I'm so honored. <laughs> yeah. There's no reason to wait. You can just bestow it upon me. Just now. bestow it now. Yeah. <laughs> what do I win? Uh, no, Working but on. always keep me posted. And if you guys do some Halloween specials, let me know because yeah, you know, I love sure. the spooky stuff. For sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, thanks. It was nice meeting uh, the rest of you. Nice seeing you again. And uh, nice to meet you. But I'll be back for when you award me the the guest of the year. The guest of the year. For sure. I'll keep that in mind. All right. Thank you, Stevie. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye. All right. So that's going to go ahead and wrap it up for episode 25. Uh, Once again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, If you guys can go ahead and like, subscribe, uh, hit our link tree in our uh, Instagram uh, bio. Same thing for Facebook, uh, TikTok, all that stuff. Uh, It'll take you to all of our content. Uh, Drop us a message. We'll go ahead and read it on the show. Uh, We appreciate you guys. you know, tuning in, listening to us, watching us. Uh, so yeah, Ash. Comics, we are everywhere. Except for Luis when he doesn't show up and then we have to do a show without him. Good night, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>